talk for just a few minutes about surviving the lion's den. Surviving the lion's den. I invite you to try to put yourselves in Daniel's place this morning. I fear that some stories of scripture are so 
familiar to us that we overlook important truths that may prove beneficial to us as we go forward. For 70 years, Daniel had been a political prisoner. First to the Babylonians and later to the Medo-Persian Empire. When Jerusalem was destroyed in 586 BC, Daniel was just a youngster, not quite 20 years old. Had he allowed himself, he could have used this as a reason to give up. He could have declared that his life was over before it had even begun. In Judah, Daniel was somewhat of a celebrity. He was a member of the royal family. But all that fame and promise had been snatched away from him. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, even tried to erase Daniel's identity. He changed his name from Daniel, which means God is my judge, to Belteshazzar, a reference to a pagan deity. But Daniel refused to be discouraged by his condition. Instead, he dedicated himself to God and made up his mind that he was going to succeed in life, even in a foreign land. And God blessed Daniel's efforts. God endowed Daniel with wisdom ten times that of anyone in Babylon. God enabled Daniel to interpret dreams and visions. He gave Daniel the gift of prophecy. And as a result of God's blessing and Daniel's determination, Daniel found favor in Babylon and prospered. Church, don't ever think that your situation is so bad that you can't succeed in life. Daniel teaches us that we can succeed. We can have victory in any situation. But to accomplish that, we have to do two things. First, we have to pray hard. And then we have to work hard. Let me tell you, prayer and hard work are a powerful combination. Neither one produces much independent of the other. Work without prayer is futile. And prayer without work is trying to live a fairy tale existence. But when you put the two together, mountains will move out of your way. As we move deeper into 2019, many today are praying but not working, while others are working but not praying. And neither group is going anywhere. A lot of people are looking to God to make a way for them. 
But God wants us to do what we can for ourselves. Conversely, many are working themselves to death, trying to get ahead, but they haven't put God first. And instead of getting ahead, they're just going around in circles. But if you would succeed in life, then you have to put prayer and hard work together. And when you do that, you'll discover that even in foreign lands, in lands of injustice, in lands of disappointment and humiliation, in lands of hard knocks, even in foreign lands, God will bless us and he will enable us to prosper. Daniel had been blessed by God in this foreign land. And over his 70 years of captivity, he had seen a lot of change. 47 years after Judah fell to Babylon, Babylon fell to the Medo-Persian Empire. Daniel went from being a slave to being the slave of slaves. Yet God continued to raise Daniel to higher heights. King Darius of Persia was so impressed with Daniel that he made him governor of the entire kingdom. And it reminds us, my brothers and sisters, that it pays to be faithful. There are times in our lives when things look like they couldn't get any worse. But that's when you have to affirm that you're going to serve the Lord anyhow. Amen. For there is no condition that is bigger than God is. Amen. And when God has his hands on you, then the world can't do you no harm. Amen. Daniel had been successful in a foreign land, but the Medo-Persian aristocracy was upset with Daniel. They weren't happy that he was prospering and they got together and they decided that they would destroy Daniel. But when they came together to discuss Daniel, they couldn't find any fault in him. He lived a moral life. He hadn't mistreated anybody. He'd been diligent in his work. He'd been loyal in his friendship. He'd been faithful to his word. And so Daniel's enemies decided that if I can't find a fault in him, I will create a fault in him by attacking his religion. They went to Darius and they convinced him to pass a law saying that no one in Persia could pray to any god or man except Darius for 30 days. And that if anyone violated the law, he would be put into a den of lions. Now, Darius loved Daniel. And he would not have signed this edict had he known that Daniel was unaware of it. But the men lied. 
and said all the administrators of Persia had agreed on this. And it reminds us, my brothers and sisters, that when people decide that they want to get you, they'll do anything to have their way. That's why the hymn writer has said, my soul beyond thy God, 10,000 foes arise. The hosts of sin are pressing hard to draw thee from the skies. Darius was deceived into signing the edict and, and the law was published throughout the land. And Daniel's enemies watched to see what he would do. And to Daniel's credit, he did not disappoint them. Daniel had an upper room in his house with, with a window that opened toward Jerusalem. And three times each day, he opened his window and got down on his knees and prayed to God. And the new law didn't change anything. Daniel did the same thing after the law that he had done before the law. Church, we must not let our enemies take us out of our worship routine. Sometimes when things get rough, the first thing we do is break off our routine and cut off our contact with the Lord. Let me tell you, that's what the enemy wants you to do. Just like we need food for the body, our souls need to be fed. We need to put our all on the altar every day of our lives. Daniel's enemies found him praying to his God. And they went back and reported to Darius what they had seen. Now, Persian law said that any edict signed by the king could not be overturned even by the king himself. So even though Darius wanted to save Daniel, legally nothing could be done. So at sunset, when, when every plea had been exhausted, Darius reluctantly gave the order to place old man Daniel in the lion's den. He sealed the den with a large stone so that no one could go in or come out. And, and then a tearful Darius said in so many words, Daniel, may your God have mercy on your soul. Scripture says Darius went back to the palace and Daniel's enemies reveled in their apparent success. It looked like it was all over for Daniel. All night long, Daniel was in a den of lions and there was no peace in the palace that night. Scripture says that Darius walked the floor, that Darius fasted all night long. There was no peace in the city for Daniel's enemies were busy celebrating his destruction. But while there was no peace in the palace and while there was no peace in the city, the most peaceful place around was in the lion's den. 
while Darius paced, Daniel slept. While his enemies parted, Daniel slept. And early the next morning, Darius ran to the den and, and cried out, Daniel, did your God keep you? And to his amazement, he heard Daniel say, oh, king, everything is all right. I had a good night's sleep. My God sent an angel to shut these lions' mouths, and, and they did me no harm. Church, we can be like Daniel. We can sleep in the lion's den. But first, you have to know some things. First, in order to sleep in the lion's den, you have to have a personal experience with the Lord. Because of his experience, Daniel knew that everything would be all right. Now, I want you to hear me clearly. I did not say that Daniel knew that he would come out of the lion's den. But what Daniel knew was that if God was in charge, then no matter what happened, everything was going to be all right. And Shiloh, if you find yourself in a lion's den, then you need to have had a personal experience with the Lord. Because when you know him for yourself, then you can know that no matter what happens, everything is going to be all right. I'm glad that I've lived long enough now to know that things don't have to go my way for everything to be all right. In fact, I've learned that there are many things that I wanted to go one way, but God fixed it to go another way. But when God fixed it, everything was all right. Don't you think that you have to control everything? But you gotta learn how to let go and put it in the Lord's hands. Daniel had a personal relationship with God. And then he could sleep because he knew that he had done his best. When Darius came running, Daniel said, the Lord kept me because he knew that I was innocent. All the time that I've been in your service, I've been faithful to you. I've done the best that I could do. But when you forced me to choose between my loyalty to you and my loyalty to God, then I had to be on the Lord's side. You see, you may be the king of Persia, but my God is the king of kings, and he's the Lord of lords. And I know that because of who he is, and because I've been faithful to him that he was able to make everything all right. Our oh, church, don't you miss that today. Don't, don't let the prospect of a lion's den cause you to turn away from God. You make sure that under all conditions, you're at your best. The psalmist has said, I will bless the Lord 
at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. That means that we ought to bless him when the sun is shining. But we ought to also bless him when the rain is falling. We ought to bless him when things go our way. We ought to bless him when things go a different way. You ought to bless him when folk are with you. And you ought to bless him when you're left all by yourself. You ought to bless him when your pockets are full. You ought to bless him when your pockets are empty. You ought to bless him when you're feeling good. You ought to bless him when you're feeling bad. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Daniel knew that he had a personal relationship with God, and Daniel knew that he had done his best. But finally, Daniel could make it through the lion's den because he knew that there was more to it than this. My brothers and sisters, when you're earthbound, you tend to think that this is all there is. When you're earthbound, you place higher priority on the things of this world. Daniel's enemies were earthbound. Their priority was on earthly power. But they failed to take into account that there's more to it than this. But Daniel had a different outlook. Daniel knew that there was more to it than this. Daniel remembered what others before him had done when they faced the lion's den. When Abraham faced the lion's den, he said, the Lord will provide. When Job faced the lion's den, he said, though he slay me, Yet will I trust him. When David faced the lion's den, he said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And Daniel knew that no matter what happened, everything was all right because there's more to it than this. Shiloh, you need to know that as you go through the lion's den, everything is all right because there's more to it than this. This world has its pleasures, but the joy of knowing Jesus is knowing that he won't just keep you from the lion's den, but he'll keep you in the lion's den. He is my constant companion. He walks with me. He talks with me. He tells me that I am his own. His promise is I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I have a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I have a constant companion who never leaves my side. And even when things fail on this side, my hope is not on this side. My hope is not on the things of this world, but my hope is in Jesus. Jesus, my heart fixer. Jesus, 
my burden bearer. Jesus, my mind regulator. Jesus, my way over and my way under and my way through. Jesus is able, 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 able. He's able to make everything all right. We're going through a lion's den right now. There's a lion in the White House. There are lions on the Metro Council. There are lions on the school board. There are lions in business and industry. Somebody left a lion at their house this morning. And you're going back to a lion when worship is over. Let me tell you, you can make it. You can make it. You can make it. Don't worry about your lion. There's a companion in the lion's den. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Choir's gonna sing a hymn. Like the dew in the morning, gently rest upon my heart. Like the dew in the morning, gently rest upon my heart. So like the dew in the morning, like the dew in the morning. Do in the morning. Like the 